0: Hi there, and welcome to the Mapped Out Nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Tinsley Erickson. I'm the owner of Mapped Out Nutrition. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and I'm dedicated to helping those in rural communities learn how to use the food they have access to to eat better and feel better. And today's episode is all about different types of fasting. So If you know anything about my story and my journey, I'm a huge advocate for intermittent fasting, but I realize not everyone can do this. So today's episode is actually about other ways that you can fast that don't necessarily involve hours and hours and hours without food and ways that you can implement this and why it will help your body. So, because it's spring, because some of you are practicing Lent and Easter's right around the corner, fasting has a big presence on, I think, a lot of people's minds and subconscious right now. And I really believe that fasting is a form of like a reset, it allows your body time to reset. So, with intermittent fasting, it allows your body to reset your digestive system, your metabolism. With different other kinds of fasting, like when if you do a social media fast, it kind of allows your brain to reset what you perceive as reality versus what you perceive as just pictures or a false reality that you're engaging in. It allows for a reset, and so I'm going to talk about different ways that you can reset and why they are going to help you. So, the first one I want to talk about is phone fasting. Now, I know this doesn't sound like it has anything to do with food, but I promise we'll get there. It does have a very big impact on your digestive system and your metabolism. So, phone fasting is just like how it sounds, you're taking time away from your phone specifically in the mornings and in the evenings right before you go to bed so it's not just your phone just think your computer tablet tv anything with a screen and really close artificial light Is what you're gonna be fasting from for about an hour in the morning when you first wake up to about a half hour before you go to bed. What phone fasting does is it allows your body to adequately adjust to real light. So, what happens when you look at your phone or when you're watching TV late at night? Your brain has a really hard time determining what's real light and what's artificial light and so this artificial light is acting like sunlight so your brain thinks oh it's summer it's know the sun's staying out later and so then you go to bed and you're like oh I'm not tired or you're like exhausted all day and then you lay down you're like I'm wide awake now a lot of that is because the hormones that are being secreted in your brain when you're looking at artificial light for mass amounts of time right before you go to bed so if you're someone who scrolls endlessly right when you're in bed. I would take time to make sure your plug-in and your charger is away from your bed. That way you can adequately phone fast and allow your brain to recognize it's dark outside, it's night, and to start the process of producing melatonin and help you get some sleep. So one of the ways that this really affects your nutrition is because when your brain is constantly bombarded with this artificial light, it thinks it's summer constantly. And that's great and all. We would love summer all year round. But the issue is, is when your body thinks it's summer, your body craves foods that would be present in the summer. So thinking ancestrally, The foods that would be present in the summer are usually carbohydrates, like your fruits and vegetables, and they're going to be high sugar carbohydrates. Now, fruits are great for you. They're really good for you. But unfortunately, your system is quite off on its cravings. And so when you crave sugar, you're not craving strawberries or apples. You're craving something with a lot of sugar in it, something sweet, something crunchy, something to eat at night and so what this does is it throws off your cravings and so it can make it really hard for you to manage cravings the next day. If you're someone who's like, I'd eat healthy except for I just crave chocolate or I just crave bread, that's probably because your body is thinking it's summer even in the winter and the spring and the fall because of that artificial light. So that is one way that you can fast is to take some time away from your phone, take some time away from your tablet, your computer, your TV. Like I said, a good way to start is for an hour in the morning and a half hour before you go to bed. And then you can work up to other ways as well. So like during your workout or during an hour for your lunch or when you're eating, taking time to fast from your phone when you're eating is huge for your digestive system. Your digestive system needs your brain to tell your stomach to start producing enzymes in order for you to properly break down your food. And it's hard to do that when you're trying to figure out that dance on TikTok or whatever you're watching. So taking phone fasts while you're eating can really help your gut health as well. The second fasting I wanted to talk about is what I'm going to call caffeine fasting, but you can apply this concept to sugar, to dairy, to any type of food that you would like to take a break from for a little while. So I'm going to use caffeine as an example because it's what most of us are pretty reliant on throughout the day. So if you're not reliant on caffeine, you can apply this to other things. But if you are, I would recommend doing a caffeine fast. So, I would recommend picking a day, whether that's Sunday, whether it's Saturday, and picking a time that you're not going to have caffeine that entire day, that entire weekend. What this is going to do is it's going to rewire the neurons in your brain that, tell, that help you have energy and help tell you to wake up, things that tell you to get moving, get motivated, and when you take a break from caffeine, it will help rewire that brain chemistry, but also It will make the caffeine more effective. So if you take a break from caffeine for an entire Sunday, come Monday morning when you need that pick me up, it's going to be way more effective. So that's a really easy way to start fasting is to just pick one thing and pick a day when you're going to go without it. So say sugar, it's really hard to go completely sugar free in your diet, but if you pick Okay, on Monday and on Thursday, I'm going to be completely sugar-free, so I'm not going to have any pop. I'm not, when I cook, if it asks for sugar, I'm going to switch it out with a sweetener like honey or maple syrup, and that's a really good way to start getting into sugar-free or caffeine-free or even gluten-free is just by doing it a couple days and only saying, okay, I'm going to do this on this day and this day is a really good way to incorporate fasting from one specific item. Okay, the third type of fasting is obviously intermittent fasting. I had to touch on this just because I believe in it so much. I have, when I work with someone, I usually, depending on the situation, I usually incorporate some sort of fasting regimen just because we don't need to be eating constantly. Now I realize that this isn't a fix-all. I realize that this doesn't work for everyone including my husband for instance is type 1 diabetic. Intermittent fasting is not doable for him whatsoever but there's other ways to intermittent fast that isn't like 16 hours without food one way i really recommend to help with your digestive health and for your metabolic system is to just have meals and don't do snacks so just cook your breakfast your lunch your dinner and avoid snacks this is going to allow at least a three to four hour period depending on when you time these meals that your body is allowed to digest the previous meal reincorporate those nutrients your metabolism is able to adjust your blood sugar based on what you need whether you need more energy from your food or whether you need to tap into fat sources for energy your body's able to regulate that out in that three to four hour time period Now, intermittent fasting is essentially when you go hours and hours without food. So you stop eating at six o'clock at night and you don't eat until eight the next morning or maybe 10 and you can adjust those hours. I have lots of resources on my website for intermittent fasting, but something I wanted to recommend is any type of fasting you are doing, it does not matter if you do the fasting by itself, you have to incorporate healthy foods. So when you're phone fasting, you can't just not look at your phone and go and eat a bowl of ice cream and then hope you're going to sleep well. That's not going to happen. Same with intermittent fasting. You can't go hours without food and then binge eat during your time and everything will be okay. That's not how it works. You still need to incorporate a very healthy balance of nutrients, of proteins, and carbs, and fats in order to get the most out of any sort of fasting regimen that you incorporate. So if you are looking to incorporate a well-balanced diet into a fasting routine, I would check out my Mapped Out Nutrition Etsy shop. I have a five-week intermittent fasting meal plan that is gluten free so even if you're not gluten free this is going to help your digestive system by just taking a break a five week fast from gluten is really going to allow your body to not crave carbs as much and so I would go and check that out. Like I said, it's five weeks intermittent fasting friendly, and it already has those well-balanced, really delicious, nutrient-dense meals all planned out for you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I will see you next time.